now broadcasting from Suitland, Maryland, USA, Abiding Truth with Dr. McCune, an outreach of Suitland Road Baptist Church. Please visit us at www.srbcoutreach.org. And now, here's our pastor, Dr. Calvin M. McCune. God looks at us and he sees us holy and without blame. Satan knows that also. But he is our enemy. He is our adversary. And he speaks in our heart that we do not have peace with God because he's a liar and the father of lies. And cunningly, he, he gets God's children to continue to take on life as though we don't have peace with God. And we have to be asking the Holy Spirit every day with whatever we are going through to remind us and to speak into our spirit. What does it mean to have peace with God? Don't matter what problem we are faced with in this life. As the Spirit of God speaks into our spirit and he reminds us concerning our peace with God. That will defeat the work of the devil. The devil works in our soul. He works in our mind. He works only from the place where we are looking at ourselves and we're not looking at our peace with God. When we look at ourselves, the devil will say, look at all the faulty things that are happening. Look at your fault. Look at the faults of others. Look at the mistakes. Look at all that around. And we find ourselves caught up in that cycle of focusing on those things and carrying the anxiety and the burden that they carry. On the other hand, when we stop and we say, Dear God, Jesus, thank you that I have peace with the Father. It changes everything. We're not fighting for the peace. We already have that peace. Let's pray. Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, we come before you. Dear God, in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, thank you, God, for your truth. Thank you for your word. Please speak it in our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah chapter 53. And verses 1. Who has believed our report? And to whom... Has the arm of Yahweh been revealed? For he, God, shall grow up before him as a tender plant. And here it's referring to our Lord Jesus also. He is that root of David. He is that tender plant as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form of commonliness. In other words, Christ did not come in this world with a whole set of 
circumstance and pomp and showing off. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire of him. Just came as a babe in this world. Did not come in Caesar's house or palace in, in Rome, in the best of Rome. Because he came for a purpose. He came to reconcile us, humanity, with God. Sin that separated us from God, Jesus came to solve that problem. For the Bible says all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. He is despised and rejected by men. He's a man of sorrow. In other words, he took our pain. He's acquainted with us. There is no sorrow that you and I face today, none whatsoever, that Jesus does not feel. Nothing. If today you feel sadness, he he understands. If you feel rejected, he understands. If you feel lonely, he understands. Every sorrow, if you feel confused, he understands. If you feel alone, as though you're in the desert by yourself, Jesus understands. He came among us. He came in our form. That's the man of sorrow. And we hid, as it were, our face from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne all grief. That is why Christ came. Remember, he is restoring our peace with God. He took our grief. He took our sicknesses. He took our weaknesses. He took our distresses. He took everything, whatever you're going through and I am going through, Jesus took it. We come before God and we say, God, this is my pain that I am going through. The next prayer has to be, thank you, Jesus, that you took it. Are you following that? That's a peace. Jesus took it. Matter of fact, even he took our failures through his blood. He took when we fail him, when we are weak. He took in our minds when our minds wander and we carry thoughts that we shouldn't. When our actions are not consistent with God. Jesus took it all. He took it all so much that he says, when you sin, you don't have to deny that you have a problem. Just come before me and confess it. 
I will forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. He took it all. That's the peace we have with God, saints. Anytime we're we are carrying our own grief, it's because the devil has planted a lie in our minds. Anytime we carry our own grief. Or it could be that we just need truth to set us free. Are you following that? Anytime someone says, you don't know what I am going through, please don't tell them that, that you do know. Agree with them. Of course I don't know. Because you're going through your pain. And only you can understand that pain. I, I may have been through a similar circumstance, but it's affecting you in a different way. Are you following that? But then you say, listen, we have a Savior who has taken our grief. Follow that? We have a Savior. He has taken our grief. It changes everything. And here is it. God does not want us to carry our own grief. That's not for us to carry. Jesus already carried it. When in the mind we are burdened and we are stressed out, what we say, oh, Holy Spirit, help me to understand fully, Jesus, your love for me, and that you took this and you named that grief before him. When you can't sleep at night and you stay up all night in the morning and you're wiped out, because we're worried about the grief. Jesus, thank you, God. You took that grief. Are you following that? That's the place to begin. Because we have peace with God. So he took our grief. He took our suffering. He took everything. And the thing about suffering and circumstances is this. Life is always throwing something new at us. Are you following this? Yes. 